You are listening to the Christ in All podcast, where we discuss how following Jesus Christ impacts all areas of a believer's life. Each week, we will answer questions about the Christian worldview in an effort to help both new and mature believers grow in their faith. We hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Christ in All podcast. This is Matthew Smith, and with me, as always, is Chad Hunsberger. How's it going? Fantastic. Good deal. We have yet another special guest this week. I like all these guests. Yes, it's been been really great. I've really enjoyed having other guys on the podcast with us. So you want to introduce our guest for today? So this is Dr. Sean Parker who is Executive Director, Treasurer... Nice job getting get that, that title yeah, right. ...of yeah. the Mississippi Baptist Convention. Um, and I I have gotten to know him in the last year or so, and uh, was very thankful for the leadership he's providing, uh, that you're providing. I'm looking at you, I guess. Um, and just thankful for that and the, the friendship we've begun to have. And, um, yeah, so it means a lot that you uh, joined with us today. Yeah, thanks, Chad. I, I appreciate that. And uh, I think you're maybe the only the second person uh, who has gotten the title right. Yeah. The time that I've been <laughs> He's been practicing. Yeah. It's a tough yeah, title, yeah. actually. Yeah, but, right. um, yeah I, I appreciate uh, your leadership uh, mm-hmm. here at Colonial Heights and uh, and your leadership with the Mississippi Baptist Convention, mm-hmm. too. And um, I've been in this role for about 15 months. Yeah. yeah. So I'm sort of figuring it out, figuring it out as uh, as the days go. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, it's an exciting work, and uh, and I think uh, the Lord is doing some uh, some amazing things among the churches of the Mississippi Baptist Convention. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Well, would uh, so just for the normal church member might be listening to, uh, to our podcast, uh, they probably have heard the term Mississippi Baptist Convention. They know that they're they're a member of a Baptist church. They know that their church is a part of it. But beyond that, they may have like no idea about what the convention is and what it does. So if you can give us a brief overview of kind of that. Yeah, we are the one of the greatest mysteries in life, uh, <laughs> is the honest truth. Uh, the Mississippi Baptist Convention is, um, is a collection, a network of about 2,100 like-minded churches across the state of Mississippi mm-hmm. uh, who cooperate together financially and practically to fulfill the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we are really moved by what Jesus uh, guided us to do in Matthew 28, 18 through 20. Um, but we believe that that working together, we can accomplish more Absolutely. than any one of us can, can accomplish on our own. Yep. Okay. All right. So what does uh, an executive director or treasurer do? with, And how do you facilitate that, that work? That was number three. Yep. He's the third person now <laughs> to get <laughs> Well, let me let me answer that question. I guess first of all, by sharing a little bit more about what uh, what goes on with uh, with the convention, yeah. um, the the financial and practical cooperation uh, in, entails uh, several different components. Uh, first of all, we we work together to help fund some institutions of higher education. Yeah, here in Mississippi, we have uh, three of those: Blue yep. Mountain College, yep. Mississippi College, William Carey, College. and William oh, Carey. Was, I graduated University. from William Carey College. Yeah, University and then now. I went back, and it was University. So they changed it when I yeah, when he's got, got my both undergrad. Diplomas I've got both on his diplomas. Well. You yeah. helped them raise the bar. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Uh, so you know, we we are part of the education of uh, thousands of uh, of young people, uh, helping to instill in them a biblical worldview that basically gives them a platform for a lifetime of ministry. In addition to that, uh, we have some uh, some other entities that work with us, um, such as the Mississippi Baptist Children's Village, yeah. mm-hmm. which is a great ministry focused on providing uh, care for uh, orphans. Um, 
And some of that care is long-term, some of it mm-hmm. is short-term, but it is, in my opinion, one of the most exciting things that we do. And, and there are a collection of other entities that we're part of that probably wouldn't sound as nearly as exciting to, to, to anybody else. In addition to, to supporting those entities, we also work to provide assistance to churches through training mm-hmm. uh, and equipping. And uh, so with that in the background, my role is to stay out of the way <laughs> so that our team of about yeah. 80 to 85 people can make that happen day to day. Technically, I guess I'm the overseer of all mm-hmm. that and, um, and ultimately, um, ultimately make sure that we stay on focus. But, yeah, that's uh, great. But, but to be honest with you, yep. hey, stay I, out of the way. I read a book on leadership one time, and one of the key points was to surround yourself with really awesome people and then get out of the way and let them do their job. That's it, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's so, right. That's all right. So, Chad, as a yeah. pastor of a church in yeah. the convention, what is the relationship like? Yeah, there? I would say uh, a couple things. One, uh, I remember, so I'm a son of a preacher in the Baptist church. All I've ever known is Baptist church. And, and I remember my dad saying the reason he was, the number one reason, uh, apart, apart from a like-minded theology of being a Southern Baptist and not just being non-denominational mm-hmm. or whatever, was because of the cooperation. Because being both at the national level and even international level, um, as well as the localized uh, state level, the the work that you described, and, and that we can do more together than we can do on our own. And so, for me as a pastor, when when I think about Colonial Heights uh, financially supporting the convention, that then it trickles down through to to help you go to William Carey. Yeah, uh, obviously years ago, mm-hmm. but but that same kind of idea. Or are we we have a strong relationship with Mississippi College. I mean, I was just at a meeting there with you, and um, like so. So when I think of that kind of relationship, I think and the cooperation because ultimately what we're wanting is the gospel to go to more people yeah. and places, and um, and and I think about what what kind of excites me is. As a again, I'm I'm at a, a church that, um, in Colonial Heights, I guess would be in the larger category. But uh, I I haven't always been in a larger church. Mm-hmm. I think about even um, my my dad was a church planter. I think about other church planters, and I think about uh, like the where a large church might do their own Sunday school training. They might do their own vacation Bible school training. They might have their own stuff. And there's a when there's a church of sixty, and they want to reach their community better. So they say we want to have a vacation Bible school, then then it's another group of churches kind of come together and say we want to help you do a vacation Bible school. Essentially, mm-hmm. with financially and uh, even boots on the ground, if that be the case. And so for me, as a pastor, I want to say I want to be in on that. How do yeah. we do that? And um, so I'm particularly uh, not just invested. Uh, leading our church to be invested financially and otherwise, but I'm personally in, invested in that. Yeah, and I would say, uh, Chad, just as a point of reference for the listeners, uh, Colonial Heights uh, would definitely qualify as one of our larger churches. About 80 to 85% of the 2,100 churches mm-hmm. that cooperate with us in our network uh, consists of 100 people or less. Right. So, I mean, Which means they could not do what you do here at Colonial Heights. That's right. 
And I, and like, it doesn't, oh man, I just wanted this for anybody who happens to be listening to that pastor, like that makes them no less significant, no, no weaker, no. no less important. In fact, like incredibly valued by, we're talking about 80% of the convention. Yeah. So we're saying we value things. you and man, I, I want to, I want to champion that cause, celebrate and say, okay, how do we get behind them? I think it is a fair statement that the smaller church is the backbone of what yeah. we yeah. do. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. And so then for me, to your question, yeah. I think, all right, so if they're the backbone, whatever whatever that means yeah. I am, <laughs> foot, big toe, yeah. whatever, like that. that's what the body of Christ uh, big C church does together. Mm-hmm. So we say it's not a competition. It's not about me, you know, being a better, bigger, faster, yeah. stronger, whatever. It's about how do we help each other do what we couldn't do if we were just by ourselves. Okay. And and we need help. So just because we're bigger doesn't mean we, we can do everything on our own, no. right? So there's, I think about uh, Brian Crawford, right? He's mm-hmm. reaching Vicksburg. I can't reach Vicksburg, yeah. right? I'm I'm not called to reach Vicksburg. I think about uh, Greg Belser. Yeah, he's reaching Clinton. I'm not called to reach Clinton. So, so size is not the issue in that. That's just about like where Proximity, we've been. Yeah, yeah, where we've been planted, where we've been put. And so, for me, that's where I get excited to think about yeah. the work that that God's called us to. And that. and you know, a part of the cooperation is um, the work through the uh, the International Mission Board, uh, which is. Uh, an affiliate of mm-hmm. the Mississippi Baptist Convention through the Southern sure. Baptist Convention. Well, the International Mission Board has uh, 3,700 missionaries scattered around the world with the hope of growing that to 4,200 in the next few years. Mm-hmm. I don't know of a church large enough in America to make that happen. Yeah. Right. That right. really sure. requires the work of all of us Absolutely. coming together. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's good. All right. Uh, so uh, just kind of, uh, this is a big question, but... Uh, uh, what do you kind of see as your vision for the convention? You said you've been in this role for about 15 months and still figuring a lot of things out. Uh, but Chad did kind of share with me that there was this, uh, he, maybe you saw a presentation or something. Yeah, or? so I'm, I get the privilege of serving uh, on the board for the convention. Yeah. There's a group of pastors that are a part of that on a term basis kind of thing. And the last meeting we had, uh, you kind of shared a little bit about your heart for what you saw ahead and, um, it, it kind of stuck with me, and it, it had a good impact. So, yeah. Well, good, good. Well, uh, the word impact is a great segue. Yeah, so, there we go. Uh, so I, I appreciate that. that. I, yeah. I appreciate I'm a that. huge fan of acrostics, by the yeah. way. I'm really <laughs> excited yeah. for this part. Well, let, let me begin with a fundamental statement. Okay. Uh, this is what I've concluded after 15 months. Um, we at the Mississippi Baptist Convention Board exist to assist churches in making disciples in Mississippi and around the world. Mm-hmm. We are not the church. That's right. We assist local churches, mm-hmm. and we assist them in the process of making disciples. This is what God has called mm-hmm. us to do. So uh, in praying and thinking about that over the last number of months, uh, yeah, I developed um, a- an acrostic uh, using the word impact uh, with the letter I standing for uh, intentional, intentionally missional. Mm-hmm. Um, according to most polls, the state of Mississippi is about 60 to 65 percent unengaged in church. We are by most polls the most church state right. in the mm-hmm. nation, mm-hmm. and yet 65 percent of Mississippians are unengaged in church, which mm-hmm. I would argue makes us an unchurched culture. 
we can no longer depend upon the attractional model for people yeah. mm-hmm. to really connect with the Lord. We've got to be missional, and, and those two are diametrically opposed. Uh, the M stands for multicultural. Uh, Mississippi Baptists uh, historically have been predominantly white. Uh, of our 2,100 churches, uh, most of them are predominantly white churches. Uh, at the same time, we recognize that uh, that we're 38% African American in the state of Mississippi. Only about 2% of our churches are black. Um, and then we also have a healthy contingency of Hispanics. Uh, the the Choctaw tribe mm-hmm. uh, has a, yeah. a significant mm-hmm. percentage of uh, population here. Uh, we also focus on the deaf community and the Asian communities. Um, we want to accurately reflect our state yeah, and mm-hmm, our awesome. makeup. And so if we're going to reach Mississippi, we're going to have to intentionally become more multicultural. Yep. P stands for uh, people orientation as opposed to program orientation. Mm-hmm. Um, Baptists as a group have uh, thrived in the past on great programs. And, um, and, and I, I appreciate great programs very much, but uh, I think that as we look at Jesus' example, he wasn't so much focused on these kinds of mechanisms as he was focused on relationships. Yeah, yeah. And I think we're living in a day and age where in this unchurched culture, the way to, to really impact uh, people is, is personal relationships. Mm-hmm. So we believe that we need to encourage and cheer our churches on to really be focused more on people than programs. Yeah. The A stands for apologetics. Uh, this, uh, of course, uh, refers to our method of evangelism, our method sure. of sharing the message. Um, that there's in an unco- in this unchurched culture a fair measure of skepticism about sure. the church yeah, and sure. about the Bible, and uh, the skepticism that exists today is is really not receptive to some of the evangelistic models that we've used in the past. Yeah. Uh, I think that we've got to become um, more adept at explaining the faith. And in the spirit of 1 Timothy 3.15, we've got to be prepared to give an answer mm-hmm. for, uh, the, for the, the gospel whenever we have the opportunity. So, so we really want to train our folks uh, across the state uh, in, in terms of apologetics. C stands for cooperation. Uh, Chad, you mentioned this uh, earlier um, this term earlier, and, and this harks back to what we were just talking about, we can do more together than we can do alone, and we yeah. cooperate together. I think we develop partnerships even with those that are outside the Baptist faith uh, to work together. And then T, uh, and this would be the capstone for everything that I've said, truth. Mm-hmm. While we understand the importance of being intentionally missional and multicultural and apologetic and people-oriented and cooperative. If we miss the truth, then we have failed right. Right. our Lord. And, and our understanding of the truth is the Word of God. We want to be Bible-based, Christ-centered, spirit-sensitive, and, um, and promote the truth. And so, and so this is my vision for where Mississippi Baptists as a network of churches yeah. need to go. Yeah. yeah if we want to impact the state of Mississippi. Yeah. Uh, and, and again, for those who are listening, you can see maybe why that uh, yeah. particularly impacted me yeah. uh, in thinking, okay, like that's something I can get behind. Like I, yeah. if, if, this is, if this is where we're headed, if, this is de- if, there's, if that means there's tweaks we need to make, if that means there's uh, shifts that need to take place in regards to how we do what we've been doing, 
Um, not so much, again, it's, it's been great commission-minded from the get-go uh, 200 years ago or however long it was, 180 years ago, whenever uh, it was. Yeah, close to 200. Yeah, actually. close to yeah. 200 years ago. It was, it was with the great commission in mind then. Right. It's still now. But again, shifting from some programmatic mindset to some people mindset, those kind of things to me uh, are where I could say like, so let's, I'm, I'm not just okay with being on board. I'm like, let's, let's, let's do this. Get, I can yeah, get all, all behind. behind. Yeah. And so for me, uh, for those that are listening that are Colonial Heights folks, you can know like that's why I get excited about those things and want us to be a part um, because it's bigger than Colonial Heights. Um, it's, it's, in fact, like it's about the kingdom, not about us. So, um, yeah, definitely want to continue to be a part. Amen. All right. Good stuff. All right. Anything else we want to say about the convention before we close up today? We good? All right. I mean, I would. Okay. I do want sure. to say this. Uh, Chad uh, has, as he mentioned earlier, been serving on our convention board, doing a great job. And I am glad to have Chad on the board and people like him in leadership positions. I think that's going to help us be be able to move toward good. the goal. Yeah. So thank you bless you, man. Good that's stuff. Good. All right. Well, I think that's going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, uh, please uh, share it on social media. Give us a rating and review on your podcasting app. Subscribe to the podcast. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening to the Christ and All podcast, a ministry of Colonial Heights Baptist Church in Ridgeland, Mississippi. Together, we glorify God by making disciples of all nations. For more information, please visit our website at colonialheights.org.